1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision.
0: As you know, the abortion issue is prominent in the headlines, like the recent decision to liberalise abortion in Ireland and the new bubble zone laws in New South Wales. Well, this all reinforces the tragedy that so many states are trying to, in some ways, catch up with Victoria and Tasmania in an effort to match the worst abortion laws in the world. now You may be familiar with one particular pro-life campaigner who has courageously been fighting for the not-yet-born for the past two decades. In fact, he's been jailed six times because he was found in conflict with increasingly outrageous laws that prohibit free speech and shutting down the common-sense view on protecting children. Graham Preston, the founder of Protect Life, is joining us amidst some of the latest developments. Hello, Graham. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Uh, Graham, before we talk about some of the things about reactions to people on the street, let me ask you about any new developments so far as news on your own High Court appearance over these so called bubble zone laws.
1: Well, the only thing I can say is that it has been confirmed that the High Court has accepted our appeal to that court. So we're very glad they did because they didn't have to, but uh, they have said they're going to hear our appeal, and um, but they still haven't given us a date. But the, uh, there's two actual cases that have been brought together, mine and uh, one involving a lady in Melbourne, Kathy. Clough. She also breached the uh, bubble zone legislation in Victoria, as I did in Tasmania, and uh, she was convicted and fined $5,000, and uh, her case and mine have been brought together because they're essentially on the same issues, similar laws, and so the High Court is going to hear both our challenges together.
0: Interestingly, when we talk about people in high places, supporting or not, uh, you've got Attorneys General from... States like Tasmania and Victoria uh, involved and subsequently South Australian, Western Australian and Queensland Attorney Generals, uh, they're intervening but they're siding not with you but they're siding with the respondents in this whole issue.
1: Yes, that's right. It's no surprise that all the states are getting involved and they probably all will in the end uh, because it is a going to the... Um, Uh, challenging the height of the uh, Australian Constitution and so any decisions involving the Australian Constitution will affect every state so it's not just the two states Tasmania and Victoria that are going to be affected by this decision but everywhere and so if we are successful then every every state or territory that has introduced any bubble zone legislation they will also have to remove those as well as Tasmania and Victoria so that's why the Attorney-General's from every state are showing interest because it will affect the whole country.
0: Hey, Graham, I wanted to talk to you about the reactions that people have when you are on the streets and you are being outspoken, speaking up uh, for the lives of unborn children. Uh, sometimes you get very nasty uh, responses from people. In fact, I I, I read there at one point uh, there's one particular clinic that actually brings out the fire hose uh, to hose down the footpath whenever you're around. How does that all work?
1: Well, it wasn't a fire hose. It was a garden hose, but uh, that didn't enough to get wet enough. But uh, I have to say, I mean, it was... We just arrived one morning, and the abortionist uh, at the Salisbury Clinic and uh, his offsider were out the front, uh, and uh, they just got their hose out and uh, said they had to clean the footpath and the front of the building... And so of course we got splashed and they use that to try to keep us away from speaking to people as they came in. And, uh, and all the while he carries on with this continual stream of vulgarity and crudity and uh, mockery of us. Uh, he's a, a very unpleasant fellow, this particular abortionist. And, uh, he said he was going to do it every time we came. And sure enough, the next time we were there, there he was again with his mate and the two of them kept this up for the two hours that we were there. So it was very, very unpleasant, and we certainly hoped that that wasn't going to continue. Happily, in the few times I've been since then, he has given up on doing that. Uh, The only good thing about it was the fact that he was out on the footpath with us meant he wasn't inside there aborting babies. So uh, in one sense, it had its upside, but at the same time, it was very unpleasant having him doing that, and so we're glad that he seems to have given up on that after just a couple of times.
0: And you've been doing this a long time. You've suffered a lot of threats of actual violence uh, if you continue to do what you do. What sort of threats have you received of recent times?
1: Ah uh, well, yes, uh, it, it ranges from, as you say, just verbal threats to actual
0: pushing and
1: uh, stealing of signs and things. Just the other day, I was at a busy intersection in Brisbane, not outside an abortion clinic, but just at a busy place to try to keep the issue before the general community, and a r- fellow rode by on his bicycle and uh, snatched the signs out of my hand. And uh, obviously when you're on a bike and carrying along reasonably sized large cardboard uh, signs, it's not easy to ride. So he just went around the corner from where I was, and so I went off after him to try to see if I could get them back. And uh, we were right next to a railway line, and he just threw them over a high chain wire fence, and, uh, rode off. And I thought, well, what am I going to do now? I didn't want to just let the, leave them there. And, uh, so I tried to find somewhere where the fence wasn't quite so high, but there wasn't anywhere. And, uh, I'm not getting any younger. So it wasn't easy getting up over this wire fence and managed to quite deeply gouge my arm and got blood over my shirt. But I got over the fence and I got the signs and, well, I got one, but the other one had gone right down a steep embankment next to the railway line and, uh, I wasn't quite willing to go down there and get run over by a train. So I left that one, but I got one back and uh, then I had to get back over again. So uh, I made it and uh, I I gathered signs back and uh, was able to continue the protest. But um, yeah, people stealing signs happens unfortunately on a fairly regular basis. Uh, A lady or lady, a woman, uh, a young lady uh, who has previously given me verbal problems at one of the abortion clinics two weeks ago she, uh, this time, not simply uh, abused me verbally, but she went home apparently and uh, very quickly painted up a sign that just had the word loser and an arrow pointing and stood beside me for the next 40 minutes until it was time for me to leave. And the worst thing was that uh, quite a few people gave her support, and, uh, which was very disappointing to see. But, uh, yeah, things like that happen on a fairly regular basis, and uh, it's always very challenging.
0: Graham, the image, I'm sure, that a lot of people might have is that somehow or other you, as the protester, demonstrator, whatever you might call yourself, uh, are in fact being angry and obnoxious yourself, but... I know you well enough to know that you're very calm, level-headed, and the message that you would bring in those circumstances is one of support and care. How do you see the way that people react to you being quite violent the way that it is, given that you're not actually being violent on the street?
1: Yes, I well, I do think that this is an indication that it really gets to people's consciences, and they have to do one of two things. They either have to... Uh, agree that yes, it's right what you're saying, and I've been wrong. But, uh, human nature being what it is, we're very reluctant to admit that. And to try to calm their consciences, I think they go on the attack. And, uh, so it, it, you know, in a way, it shows that the message is, is touching people's lives. It's not as if the signs that I have are aggressive or offensive, I don't believe. For example, when that woman stood next to me the other day, I simply had a sign that said peace in the womb and alongside that a picture of the baby in the womb. Now, I think the fact that she was so upset by that indicated that perhaps she's had an abortion herself and her conscience is being pricked and uh, she felt the only way she could respond was to go on the attack. And the fact that people do respond is an indication, I think, that the message is getting through to them And so even though it's difficult when they respond aggressively, I do think it is a sign that uh, people are being challenged by what's being said, and uh, it is affecting them.
0: Graham, not everyone on the street is nasty and violent and shouting abuse, Uh, although it's good to draw attention to the fact that that is the response that some people have, but Others are quite encouraging, and even from the perspective of police. Uh, They're the ones who are called to move you along oftentimes when there's been a complaint. Uh, But what sort of reaction do you get uh, from a lot of police who actually uh, aren't uh, uh, pro-abortion, but they're actually on your side?
1: Yes, well, it certainly is a very mixed response I get over the years, but just two recent occasions were quite encouraging. Uh, a particular occasion at one of the clinics. The police were called and a policeman showed up on his own and he was initially very, um, showed his disapproval quite obviously in the manner in which he spoke and the way he looked at me. But we got into conversation and um, his attitude began to change and then he went in and spoke to the people in the clinic and when he came out his attitude was very different and he became quite friendly. And in the end, he ended up shaking my hand and telling me that he believed I should keep on doing what I was doing. So that was an amazing, in a matter of five minutes, his change of attitude was quite extraordinary. And I certainly hope that the passers-by saw there was a policeman there shaking my hand outside the clinic. So that was encouraging. And then on another occasion, when I was just in the city centre, I saw a fellow approaching me, and this time with a, a friendly face. And I thought I recognised him, and uh, I said hello to him. And he said hello to me by name, and uh, it turned out he was a police prosecutor who has been when one of my court cases very early on, about 15 years ago. And uh, he had been involved in the prosecution, and subsequently to that I had met up with him, or we bumped into each other, and uh, he told me then how upset he had been about having to prosecute me and that he would never do that again. And we saw each other again after this long period just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he told me now that he's, he was in his civilian clothes, but he was now an inspector. And he also shook my hand and said, uh, just keep doing what you're doing. So uh, that was uh, very nice to get those two indications of support by these two particular policemen.
0: And I'm sure it's not necessarily an indicator that society is changing to the point where they will become pro-life rather than pro-abortion, but are there any healthy signs that you can point to, Uh, perhaps a a rise in support or encouragement that you're getting in any area? Uh, What are your thoughts about just the situation, the way things are, or people Uh, are just a little bit uh, too afraid to even speak up on behalf of children not yet born?
1: Yes well I I would love to say that those two uh, responses were indicative of a a general improvement but uh, to be honest Neil I honestly can't say that. Uh, Even just this morning I was in the city again and and literally hundreds of people walked by me they were waiting at the light and you know had plenty of time to see what my sign said and think about it and cross the street walk right past me within a meter or two of me during the morning and uh... Sadly, it was literally a handful of people that were willing to um, publicly give an uh, indication of support for me. Uh, you know, the vast majority just try to turn their eyes away and pretend they don't even see me, but of course they have. And, uh, and so they try to give a non-response, but uh, really what we want to have is positive responses. people, Because, you know, today I had a question on my sign saying, should human rights apply to all human beings? And I want to provoke people to think, well, you know, should that be the case? And I think people's initial reaction when they read the sign is, well, of course, you know, human rights should apply to all human beings. But because I've got a picture of an unborn baby next to that sign, and I think it creates real confusion in their minds, because on the one hand, they want it, they agree that yes, human rights should apply to all human beings. But when there's the babies brought into it, all of a sudden they feel confused and uh, aren't sure what to think anymore. And, uh, I, you know, I find that very disturbing that people can't say, yes, yes, human rights should apply to all human beings, including the very little ones. And uh, sadly, most people can't bring themselves to say that.
0: Well, Graham Preston, honour to you, and your courage is an inspiration. I know that I'd be reflecting the views of a lot of those listening right throughout Australia, every state and territory, uh, perhaps there might be even listeners who'd like to uh, pass on an encouragement to you. If you're not getting the sort of encouragement you think uh, that might be just enough to sort of get you out the door for another day of being on the street, let me point people to your website. Uh, the organisation that you founded is called Protect Life, and the website is protect-life.info, so protect life Graham Preston, the founder of Protect Life, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us again today on 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. I always appreciate it.
0: Before you go, thanks for listening.
1: There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.